Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Dave. That's Kate. Hi, friends. And the soup of the day is pozole soup. Yay. We're back. We're back. Here's how I want to start the show. Now somebody has to drink. Me. (laughs) And I Ah. spiked the mic and I'm going to have to fix that later. Um, Yeah. Thank you for uh, sticking through that very long commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, pee break. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever it was. It's a different world we're in now. (laughs) The world has completely changed. We survived the apocalypse so far. So far, yeah. We'll see how it goes. But we're back. We're in Kate's new house. Yes, because again, a lot has changed. (laughs) Should we just catch everybody up on everything? Yeah, should we do like a, let's just state facts really quick. So when we came back from our last break, (laughs) yeah, you'd had some babies. I had a couple of babies, yes. They still exist, Yep, which is good. (laughs) Yeah. They made it. <laughs> so far. Yeah. They nat- are seven months in four days. Yeah. Natural selection hasn't taken them out yet. <laughs> so they've probably got a good chance. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, yep. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. You've moved into this house. Yeah. With my uh, esposo. <laughs> what does that mean? Spouse? My, my spouse. My husband. He's not my husband. Uh, Kyle. Well, <laughs> she's not my husband either. Yeah. Or whatever you call it when it's a girl. Esposa. She's not my esposa either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we have two babies. So during uh, our time down, I decided to learn Spanish. I'm not very good. <laughs> <laughs> she learned one word so far, esposa. <laughs> <laughs> the masculine and the feminine word of it, though. <laughs> um, yeah, what else has happened? I don't know. The world ended. Yeah. You guys all know that. Um there was some riots. There was some people dying because of diseases or viruses or whatever you call it. Yeah, we had murder hornets. I don't know if you guys have heard, but a lot has been going on. <laughs> I know this is where you normally get your news, but <laughs> we, we apologize. Were, we were gone. Like, I, we don't know how you made it without us. There's this whole thing called COVID. Nobody knows what it is. Honestly, like, as every article that I read throughout COVID, I was like, why are we not doing the podcast right now? Because there is so much to just um, deconstruct here. Yeah. And now I forget it all. Yeah. Yeah. You have 30 plants. Around that. Between 25 and 35. You should know. It's kind of like my sex count. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I blow somebody, I buy a plant. (laughs) But I I found that they... Well, it it, it started with quarantine. So Love is Blind came out right before quarantine started. What's that? The show. It was a reality show on Netflix Everyone oh, right. watched they it. Can't, there they was a can't girl see, that yeah. everyone hated, and I honestly miss those times. It was so much simpler, where we all just had a mutual <laughs> hate for Jessica because she's thirty-four and everyone else is twenty-four. Um, <laughs> oh, you turned thirty. Are you identifying with that right now? No, I'm not identifying with being the age of thirty. <laughs> I will be twenty-nine forever. No, what I mean, like with who would you call her? Jessica. Because she's over 24. Yeah, that's true. So now she, was your, yeah. she was your girl, is that what you're saying? But or do you I'm hate her? 34. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, everyone was obsessed with this. But in the first few episodes, because there was multiple guys and multiple girls and only 
I forget how many couples went forward, like six. Um, there's this one guy in the house that would just sit down with all of the other guys and, um, and like talk out their feelings with them. And, and like, we never really saw his dates or, and he never really moved on or got engaged like to the next level. And so like myself and everyone else thought that he was a guy that was planted in the show, like a house plant to a house plant. Yeah. (laughs) So I got, so I got myself a house plant and I named it Rory Newbery after him. (laughs) Which one's that? Um, it is the, the spiky kind of, um, succulent one kind of near the bottom. No, nope, on the, the second bottom? shelf. Sorry. Oh, okay. They can't see it. So I don't know why I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm describing it. Um, I'll show it to you after. <laughs> and is then, the one in the front on the, in the middle? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's What's Rory, his name? Rory Newbury. Okay. He's my house plant. And then immediately after that quarantine happened and my entertainment was watering my plants. So every time I went out, I would get another one because it turns out when you water them, they don't need to be watered again for like a really long time. Mm. <laughs> so you needed more plants. And yeah. So I got a bunch of different variety ones that need to get watered on different days and the ones that need to be misted in between. And some that like I got an air plant and you literally just like dunk it into some water and pull it out and let it dry. <laughs> and it lives in a little glass house. Yeah. In my window. Which you can check out on my Instagram at Catalina Holt. Oh, you yeah. can also find us at Sasquatch Ate My Baby on Instagram. I don't currently have it on my phone because I got a new phone during quarantine as well. I have it on mine. <laughs> Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Dave will update that. <laughs> and you can email us at SasquatchAteMyBaby at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at SasAteMyBaby. Which, have we posted anything there? No, nope, because it's also not on my phone. <laughs> And you can find us on Facebook at Sasquatch Ate My Baby. And we had seven new views this week. That's weird. Which might have been because I pissed some people off on Reddit and they probably creeped my account. And what did you do on Reddit? I just made a joke that men were very offended by. What was it? <laughs> Nothing. Come on. Um, I was calling out some guy that didn't like his um, partner's like number that she'd had like sex, sex with. with and then said all other girls are thoughts because of that and he doesn't want to yeah anyways and i made some jokes about that and Can i hear one of the jokes no <laughs> i ended up being like just deleting and being like wow i didn't realize any everyone was like so sensitive like welcome to the internet <laughs> welcome to the internet <laughs> i just i didn't i figured reddit was full of trolls so it'd be okay for me to troll a little bit you're the devil yeah but okay. that's fun though. No, i know you, you know you're cool when you get hate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I've never had so many down phones. Like when that guy uh, gave us shit for one of our Instagram posts about the Sasquatch picture. No, I don't remember that. Well, it's on our Instagram. You can check <laughs> it out. It, Sas ate my baby or Sasquatch it, ate my baby. Is it recently? It was, when, it was like when we did episode 50. We posted a picture oh, of Sasquatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And then he, yeah. Yeah, that's how you know you're awesome, though. People yeah. hate you. That was different, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I haven't done comedy since uh, before COVID, but I have a show coming up in August. uh, You have a couple, don't you? uh, It's just one back-to-back show because of social distancing. They can only have so many people in the bar at one time. Right. Um, and I, again, literally probably only gone on it because I'm a girl, <laughs> but I'm a hundred percent grateful for that chance. Take advantage of what 
Yeah, of that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. People will see it. You're funnier than most of those people. No, not these ones. <laughs> I bet. I've seen no, comedians. No, let's stop ripping on comedians. <laughs> I want to be invited to more shit. <laughs> they don't listen. True. <laughs> but you're hilarious. I want to hear your jokes later, though. I know. That you said to the, what is it? Reddit? Reddit, Reddit guy. yeah. I want to hear them later. Okay. Right. I, I'll see if I can remember them. <laughs> you find it. Oh, you deleted it. I deleted it, yeah. Um, Yeah. So, you guys know what happened. We haven't done this. Mostly because of the children. Mm-hmm. And not just the children, though. Like, I quarantined pretty ser- pretty seriously <laughs> during uh, <laughs> the coronavirus. Like, if my work shut down on March 19th, um, I even social... Like, I didn't even see my parents... Um, just cause I was concerned for them and worried about it. But. I continued to see my mom because I needed You needed her. <laughs> yeah. But your mom did the, it did the, like a very respectful thing and she isolated herself for you, didn't she? Sure. Oh, I thought she did. I thought she was working from home. It's it was, that's just her job was working <laughs> from home. <laughs> All right, well. If she had like been a nurse in a COVID unit, I still would have went there. Yeah. Even like... Because I need the help. <laughs> yeah. And babies are like, they don't get it. They don't? No. Oh. Like, they get it, but it doesn't do anything. Like, our babies could have had it. That we know of. Well, they don't feel the... They don't get the cough. They don't... Yeah. It doesn't hurt them. Yeah. But there could be long-term effects that we don't know about. Yeah, that's their problem. (laughs) They're fine now. That's all that matters. Their problem is the future. Their problem... Yeah. The world that we are destroying (laughs) is their problem. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's why I built them to fix the world for me. Did you notice that, like, before this, we were really, like, worried about the turtles? (laughs) (laughs) And their straws? And I... Yeah. And I literally haven't heard about a turtle since. (laughs) Well, really up until a cop killed a black guy, it was... The world didn't care about anything other than COVID. Yeah. That's true. Like, there was nothing. Like, there was no... You can't call me by that gender or whatever. And none of that shit. Maybe it did. Maybe yeah, it was still it, going on, but you didn't it hear was about still it. Going. I, I heard about it because I was like in a lot of Facebook groups for entertainment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mostly trolling ones. <laughs> I'm in a lot of like shaming groups where you go into like ring shames and stuff like that. And um, just trash people's like engagement rings. <laughs> I'm very Aww. jealous that I'm not engaged. <laughs> um I'm currently wearing one on my ring finger, but that's because I was wearing it on this finger, and then someone gave me this ring for my birthday today. So. Oh, that's lovely. I didn't yeah. bring you anything. That's okay. Yeah, just your presence of podcasting. You is... can have this mouse. Thank you. I need it for the show, though, <laughs> so you can have it later. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it looks like Kyle's going to come in. I'll so say you... hi to Kyle. You'll hear Kyle for the first time <laughs> ever. First he was supposed time. to be a guest, wasn't he? Yeah, at some point. Wasn't he supposed to explain himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now's the chance. Oh, no, he's coming back to the track. Anyways, it doesn't Bye, matter. Bye, Kyle. Bye, Kyle. Um, so, yeah, that's the I, world. I remember what I was going to say. Oh, tell me. All right. You guys all went into quarantine. Mm-hmm. I was already in it. My life didn't change. Yeah. I was still, like, all you did was stay home and take care of a kid. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop me from going to work either, so that never changed. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So My life, life hasn't changed didn't at change. all. Well, it changed a lot for you, but for different reasons. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Kyle. Hi, Kyle. How are you? We, on the room. we did decide on the dining room. The table's easy. Yay! Scratch ticket. Are they both for me? Yes. yes. 
What? Sweet. Yeah. Are you going to scratch him on air? You could be a millionaire on air. You could be a millionaire on air. No, it's okay. I'll scratch him (laughs) later. But thank you, babe. All right. Yeah. Now, let's get into the recent activities. Yeah, we didn't pick... Oh, recent activities. Yeah, I want to talk about how I got my balls cut off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I got a vasectomy a week and a half ago. How was the recovery for that? The recovery was okay. Really? Yeah, it wasn't so... I mean, you couldn't, like, move too much. So, they didn't have to put a cone on your head like they do dogs or anything? Well, I can't reach there with my (laughs) mouth, so... (laughs) I've tried. You're trying. I've tried. <laughs> Can't get there. That's why I hired Courtney. <laughs> Look how that turned out. But really, they gotta like they go in, they grab your nuts, they cut you open, and then they clip out whatever the It's just like a tube, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, they gotta find the tube. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, so they gotta the dig first around one, in there? <gasps> no, they don't dig around, they do it on the outside oh, until okay. they find it. But so you literally just, just had someone funneling was, your balls. Not just funneling. He was just like wrenching them, looking for it, like crushing them. Any particular tips from him that I should learn? It hurt learn? so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was worse than any of the things he did. It was just him manhandling my nuts. Then he froze. He stuck a needle in my sack and froze it. Didn't hurt as much as him manhandling them. Really? And then he does a click, mm-hmm. snaps it whatever closes it and snaps out the pieces he showed me they were this big yeah and wait uh, he took them out and showed them to you after yeah like as if he had pulled a tooth and was like well, look it at was this. in the little jar yeah wow it's like look what i did <laughs> no but he does that and then you feel a rush of pain going to your nuts and then it's over and then you're like all right and uh he puts on this netflix show like it wasn't really a show it's just like a thing that just plays calming shit it was animals on the savannah and during the vasectomy i saw a lion's testicles and an elephant's testicles <laughs> and you're like enjoy those like got them boys <laughs> i just brought it up to him and i thought it was funny that he just showed me animal balls while he was fondling me he like, said that he's uh, like does this put you in the mood dude <laughs> he, he was like, jerking me off yeah, while he was doing yeah it. you start to get an erection while you're doing he's like dave that's not what's <laughs> now. Everyone knows you're into bestiality. <laughs> this costs extra. He told me that he he lets people choose what they want to put on Netflix if they want, and on one of them. And you're like, I want to watch Tom Segura <laughs> ball. I, I could have done that, but I was just like, let's just get this over with. But he said somebody put on a comedian, and uh, well, during the whole <gasps> procedure, basically, somebody was talking about jerking off. Like, the, whatever comedian it was was mm-hmm. just talking about jerking off. And and what was the other one? What happens if you start laughing in the procedure? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I would, a full body laugh. Yeah, you can't watch the comedy. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. The other one was some guy was watching a hunting show, and was as he was getting the job done to him, he a guy was gutting a deer on the screen. And, and you're like, oh, That's irony. funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that happened. I was down for a couple of days. Yeah. But now you can raw dog it without any... Uh... Not yet. I gotta, I gotta empty the tank first. Oh, you gotta empty the tank first? Yeah. I'm up to five. I gotta get 30. You have to do 30? Yeah. To be <gasps> safe. Well, you gotta... You, you want to do like 30? Wait, your balls can hold. Hold on. I'm learning something. Not my to... balls. The Where the semen and sperm are oh, stored. They're not stored in your balls? The sperm is made in your balls. Yeah. It goes up the tube. 
Okay. It mixes with the semen that your prostate makes. Yeah. And then it's stored in the seminal vesicles, maybe. Really? And, then, and it can, and you just like have yeah. up to 30 goes in there. I guess. That's insane. Maybe more. If I do 30 and then get tested and there's still something there. What? Yeah. Did you freeze any? And just in case you guys decide you want a third one? No. No? <laughs> Fuck that. Like, no. No. <laughs> Two and done. The doctor also said that uh, a lot of people don't show up because they're afraid, right? Yeah. For the vasectomy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, when you have two screaming kids at you in the morning, it's no problem leaving the house and going to get your balls cut. <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy. Um, we, like, because Kyle didn't really want kids until he met me. And obviously it's like a requirement to at least try with me. Um, so like we agreed one and done. So, but I don't think I'll make him get a vasectomy. He might be free from it because I think I'd rather have a hysterectomy with my health problems and everything. That's fair. So. Is that something you can just choose to do? Um, if. Like, hey, I want a hysterectomy. Let's do this. Yeah. You, well, you can choose to have your tubes tied, but like if you have as many issues as I do, like it's. They're going to be like, it's fine. We'll do this for you. Like they try and talk you out of it when you're in your like childbearing years and stuff. But I think I have enough medical history that it would be. And if you knock out a kid, it's like, I already have a kid. Yeah. There's my kid. Maybe you'll knock out three. Yeah. Knock out three in one go. I do have triplets in my family. That would be so (laughs) That was like, oh, yeah. We we can get into some dark shit right now. Mm. Let's do it. So you can abort single fetuses when there's multiple. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I made a joke about that before I knew we were having twins. Yeah. And then I found out that you can do that. <laughs> and and I, like, I just thought it was a joke I made up. But you can do that. And I feel like Courtney wouldn't have done it. Like yeah. if we had triplets in there. But I would have tried my hardest to convince her to get rid of one of them. Yeah. It's two is fucking crazy. Three yeah. would be, I would, I would have moved out. I have a new coworker and she has three and she said it was really hard. And I thought yeah. she was, it was like a very nice and like pristine lady until like the moment that she said, yeah, like two is fine, but I don't have three boobs. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, and you're outnumbered you yeah. and your spouse. Yeah. At least with you, you can tag team it. Right. Yeah. When I'm at work, not at work though. Like no. if I'm at work, Courtney's fucked. Yeah. It's not easy. Kids are hard. Have one. Yeah. No, just I'm, call it. And that's why I'm like one. And I honestly, like, I don't have a desire really to be pregnant. I just have a desire to, like, reproduce a kid. So I'm fine with one and done. Based on what I've seen, pregnancy sucks. Yeah. And if I really, really want another one, I'm one. Like, there's so many kids in, like, mm-hmm. the foster care system that, like, I wouldn't mind getting one a little bit older. And You ever watch Instant Family? No. Never heard of it. All right, well, it's a Mark Wahlberg movie. Tommy Bond oh, is I in it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Tom Segura is in it. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to watch it. But <laughs> being like a new father when we watched that, like a new family, me and Courtney were watching it. And it's like, we just cried like the whole time. <laughs> Did you? Because you're just like, the, they don't have newborns or anything. Yeah. But it's like you're identifying with these new parents the whole time. Yeah. It's Yeah, you should adopt kids. I think it's awesome. Yeah. So I, I think like maybe, depending where we are financially in the future. Yeah. It may be a good idea. Yes. I feel like, yeah, second one. Or if, who knows if I can even have kids, so. First one might be adopted anyways. Which is fine. I would feel bad, though, because, like, I really do want a baby, and I think if I adopted, I'd want an older one. But why? Because older kids don't get adopted as much. That's fair. Just like that movie. Yeah. 
Exactly. And then they're out of the house sooner. Yeah. <laughs> you can live your dreams. Yeah. I was daydreaming yesterday, like before Courtney and the kids and everything, I wanted to get a bike and like ride through the south of uh, the States. Mm-hmm. I can't do that now. I, mean, I was just daydreaming about it. older. Way older. Yeah. Can't afford to buy a bike. Like 13 maybe. And then abandon them for <laughs> two <Yeah>. months. <laughs> uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. He said, oh, well, if you need to do that, you wait until they're 16 and then you get them bikes and then you all do it as a yeah. family. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah, it's not a bad idea. But I got to buy a house first. Yeah, house first. Which is hard. Yeah. Lottery. Yeah. We got a ticket for tonight, so if we win the 55 mil, I'll buy you a house. Same. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about the show now? The stuff that we actually do in the show? Yeah. So we didn't pick a actual like theme this week. It's What is it? What do we call it? Theme roulette? Three, theme roulette. Yeah. That's is that what we, what call we called it? it? Mm. Topic, Topic roulette. Topic roulette. There we go. <laughs> we don't even know our own show. It's been a long time. Yeah. What are some of the things that make people drink? You should sing. Um, I sing. They have to finish their drink. I don't know any. Opening a beer was one. Yep, there you go. That's why I did it at the top of the show. Mamazita te necesito. Soy ebrio. That's all the words I know. Drink tequila from Costa. <laughs> okay, we did it. You know Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Not Spanish. Yeah, I'm really good at Mexican. Um, you said you have a very large topic. I do, and yes, I have two. And I don't know really. what category it falls under. Really, it it could be paranormal, it could be true crime. Who knows? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mine's a uh, cryptid Ooh. and a UFO slash cryptid. Ooh, and then just a fun fact about Greta Thunberg being a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> from the future or from the past? Well, there's a photo of her. In the 1800s, in the Klondike, in the Yukon, in a, in a mine. Her at her current age, or what she might look a little bit no, older? Her is her current age. Greta. I can show it to you. Wait. Let's start with that one. Well, I on don't topic. have any information on it. It's just, it's a fact. Okay. She is a time traveler. There's nothing else to say. Let's see. Images. There she is. Boom. Time traveler. Oh, Same wow. Hair. That does look like her. Yeah. Greta. Wow. <laughs> now, what did she do? In, is she collecting gold to bring back to the future? Yeah. And then she destroyed the planet by mining, so she had to come back to this future to try and save it, or this past to try and save it? Yeah. Maybe it's like a multiple timelines thing or something, too. Could be. Crazy. All we know is that it is a fact that she was in Canada in the 1800s mining. Yeah. That a fact. is not so. Um, all right. So I go first or you go first? If you first? want. Here, I'll do one of mine. Yeah. You can do one of yours. That makes sense. You can sandwich <clears throat> us with some fun stuff. What? Sandwich my topic with some fun stuff. Uh, sandwich usually means put it in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, mine's being sandwiched. Mine's being put in the middle of yours. So is yours fun? No, yours is the fun stuff on the outside. Yours so isn't you, fun? The fun stuff is the bread. Oh, nobody believes that when it comes to sandwiches. 
When you eat a sandwich, you don't care about the bread. You care about the innards. I care about the bread. Then eat bread. I do eat bread. Usually with peanut butter on it. That's the fun part. <laughs> but I don't put an outside part on, so it's not a sandwich. It's an open-faced sandwich. <laughs> it's an open-faced sandwich. <laughs> what about a quesadilla? <laughs> a quesadilla what if it's is rye a taco bread? with cheese. <gasps> what if it's that bread that has jalapenos and cheese and olives in it? That, it you had me up until, jalape- or until olives. Olives? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's still. Don't you like the innards? It depends on the sandwich. Where are you going? That's good. Are you so excited? He's acting like a dad. He's not even touching them. <laughs> but he's there. No, it's the I, same as I do. I just wanted to see if he was socializing or uh, being lonely upstairs. I'm excited to smoke a pipe with him. I hope he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have nobody, nobody. I've never smoked a pipe with anybody. Because no one else has one. Exactly. The only reason he has one is because he was jealous of yours. Exactly. I We're going to do this. Yeah. All right. I bought it, by the way, guys. He didn't go out and buy one. to just copy it? Um, I'll get him to show you after. All right. I don't know anything about it. How much was it? I'm not going to tell you that because I'll tell you after when we're not on. But if he listens to this episode, I don't want to know how much I spent mm. on our anniversary because like we didn't really have a limit, but he didn't want me to like go crazy and like buy more than um, he did. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah. Can you answer me what kind of tobacco you bought? Um, I went back and let him smell them and pick them and I paid So for he it. went for the bulk ones, the, mm-hmm. the, the ones that the guy makes yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, those are my jam. All right, so have you ever heard of Oklahoma? Where the wind blows sweeping down the plains? <laughs> no. You haven't? Never. All right, well, have you heard of octopi? Oh. Well, then you've never definitely... I've heard of octopussy. You've definitely never heard of an Oklahoma octopus, then, if you haven't heard of those two things. <laughs> so, the Oklahoma octopus, mm-hmm. or octopi, or octopuses, or octopussies. There's multiple ones. Well, there's several lakes, so I got to figure it's not just one. Okay. So, they live in Lake Thunderbird. Callback. Ulaga Lake and Lake Tenkiller. Tenkiller. Yep. I like that one. And uh, it kills people. Mm -hmm. They kill people. There's been a huge uprising of drownings, Mm -hmm. in quotes, uh, and people think it's a fucking octopus. So there's no such thing as a freshwater octopus mm-hmm. until now. Well, that we know of. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how could an octopi? How could octopi get into Oklahoma? You ask. Right. Yes. You ask that. <laughs> <laughs> Ten million years ago, that part of the country of the United States of America, was a shallow sea, which is the perfect habitat for octopus. Oh. So, like, they probably lived there, and then as the sea went away, they adapted and learned how to live in fresh water. Okay. There you go. Um, and they live everywhere. Octopus. They live in the Antarctic. They live in hot water. They live everywhere. Why mm. not fresh water? Yeah. Um... Many eyewitness reports have seen the creature in Lake Thunderbird and say it's as big as a jeep with copper skin. There's a whole, not a whole lot on this thing. My nice one has more. Um, oh, this is the end. So that was about it. So Nobody's I, ever seen it. I believe this. Okay. And I believe in like the like krakens and stuff in the ocean too. Oh, those are giant squid. Mm, it's close enough. <laughs> 
But nobody knew that. Nobody believed. People thought giant squid were cryptids. Yeah. Fake until like what, fifteen years ago? Yeah. So like, why not an octopus? Yeah, hundred percent. And then, have you seen that video? That's like it's like a viral video, and there's like a toy. Um, boat with like mussels in it and this octopus just comes and fucking like engulfs it and then eats all the stuff in it and then lets it go and then lets the boat just like drift off. That's awesome. And I was like, I that's 100% what happens with the Bermuda Triangle. You can't convince <laughs> me otherwise. <laughs> There's a giant octopus eating fucking cruise ships. <laughs> so you're saying we need to update our Bermuda Triangle episode. Yes. <laughs> and we just did. All right, so... One octopus was actually found in Oklahoma's Grand Lake. Oh. A real octopus. According to the Grand River Dam Authority, the octopus was part of a seafood buffet that a nearby yacht club at a nearby yacht club and somebody threw it in for a laugh. Aww. But that sounds like a conspiracy to me. Yeah. And that octopus lived in that lake. If people think that coronavirus is a conspiracy, <laughs> I believe that more. <laughs> yeah. People are fucking dumb. Um, so mine, I don't really know what to call mine. Um, we could call it the Westfield, the Watcher of Westfield. Have you ever heard of that? No. Or we could call it um, the Broadest Dream Home. The what? The Broadest Dream Home. The Broadest Stream Home? Dream. Dream Home. Dream. Like I had a dream. This is my dream house. Is it? That's nice. No. So, <laughs> no, it's a great house. <laughs> no, this is a very nice house. I'm so grateful to just literally walk into this yeah. <laughs> with no work or effort <laughs> on and my it's part. It's so big. You have yeah. so much space. My, I want to show you a picture of my house right now. <laughs> and there's, you can't even walk to the fucking couch because there's just baby shit. <laughs> Jesus. And they're just going to keep getting bigger. But I hope they have smaller shit as they get bigger. You they know? probably will, yeah. Like less jumping things well you'll get them bunk beds first of all yeah for sure because one bunk beds are fucking badass yeah i mean their room's fine it's the tiny it's our fucking kitchen and living room is smaller way smaller than this area yeah it's like maybe that wall yeah and then everything has to get squished in there yeah couches and tvs and i have several amps like Courtney's gonna put in a storage unit. Yeah. How do you feel about that? It's fine. It's not like they're getting any use. <laughs> and I don't even play my amps in the house because there's you fucking upstairs, people above yeah. us. Yeah. All right. All right. So Derek Broadus grew up in working class Maine. He moved to Manhattan and then worked hard at an insurance company. Over the years, he was able to work his way up and become the senior vice president with a great salary. His wife, Maria, grew up in Westfield, New Jersey, an affluent neighborhood that was known to be safe, despite the fact that it was also... what? Affluent. 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 Yes. Okay. What did I say? Affluent. Affluent. But that's like saying that guy... No, no, you're wrong. (laughs) Affluent. Affluent. Is not affluent. Affluent. (laughs) Anyway, continue. You said it faster. Shut up. (laughs) Despite being the neighborhood, so it was known to be safe despite being the neighborhood that John List killed his family, left them in sleeping bags in the ballroom, and then disappeared for years until he was caught thanks to a forensic artist and a tip on an episode of America's Most Wanted. Wow. (laughs) I I thought about doing that, but I wasn't (laughs) sure if we had done it yet. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that I've looked at. I'm like, did we talk about that already? (laughs) 
maybe we have to revisit some of these episodes and just redo them. Yeah. This is new Sasquatch. We probably have a whole new audience now. We've been gone for like ever. A bunch of people died. Yeah. I don't know if that gets us new listeners, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So <laughs> people um, are looking for entertainment now more than ever. Exactly. There it is. So the couple have three or had have three kids or I guess like this is back in the day so they had but they're, they still have them they're just different ages now <laughs> they were five eight and ten um, just after Derek's 40th birthday they bought their dream home in his wife's hometown 16 miles outside of Manhattan nice it was located at 657 Boulevard it was built in 1905 and worth 1.3 million American dollars and what year was it 2015 Okay. Okay. There had been other interested buyers, but they had all uh, but they had all backed out on their own accord. One was for another home, and then the other had an unfortunate medical diagnosis and couldn't go forward with the sale. It had six bedrooms and the and multiple fireplaces. The children would discuss which chimney Santa Claus would come down. All <laughs> seemed right with the world. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Oh, and I said it was 2015. According to the what I wrote here, it's actually 2014. Okay. But I can't tell you if that's correct. So it might be 2015. <laughs> it might be 2015, but it might be a... T- uh, but I... And I could have had a typo, but otherwise it's 2014. Okay. So in June of that year, the family was working on making it move in ready. They had contractors working on it, coming in and out. And um, specifically three days after they had purchased it, they were in their living room painting when Derek went out to check the mail. In the mail was a white card with an envelope dressed to the new owner. Um, No names, just the new owner. Inside was a note that read, and this isn't exactly like the whole thing. It's just little excerpts of it. Um, But I'll read you the excerpts that I have here. So, dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been subject to my family for decades now, and as it approaches 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting its, for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched it in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. It also that just in- gave me chills. Yeah. It also included phrases like, how did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call you with its force within? It stated facts about the family from the last few days, including their van um, and the contractors that had been in and out of the home. It also stated um, as well, the uh, sorry, um, it also stated, I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with, con- with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. Tisk, 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 bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. So the writer of the letter... This is going to, like, my next one is going to be such a letdown compared to this story. Well, I feel like the ending of this one's a letdown. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the twist, Shyamalan. (laughs) What a twist. Um, So the writer of the letter pointed out that that, that they knew that they had three children and questioned if maybe there were more on the way. You need to fill the house with the young blood I requested. Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family or was it agreed to bring me your or was it agreed that brought me your children? 
Uh, once I know their names, I will call them and draw them to me. Fuck. Does that not freak you out as a parent? I would move <laughs> immediately. Just like, bye. Like, you know, all those horror movies where like, oh, you shouldn't live in this house. Mm-hmm. I would move. Yeah, I don't it. live in haunted houses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that shit. <laughs> Who am I? The person wrote. There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Signed by the Watcher. Okay, so they immediately called the police, right? Derek called the police. Thank God. (laughs) Who came to check it out. Um, They suggested that maybe he move any of the equipment left by the contractors in the yard in case the watcher tried to throw anything through the windows. Um, But for the most part, they just took the information and left. Shit. That night, Derek returned to their old home and wrote a letter to John and Andrea Woods, who they had purchased the home from, about the note. And uh, as the watcher had explicitly mentioned in the note, in one of the excerpts that I don't have, um, that the... That he asked the Woods to bring them young blood. All right, the old family. Yeah. So Andrew replied saying that they had also received a letter from the Watcher, but had ignored it and thrown it out. Derek was upset that this was not disclosed in the purchase of the home. No shit. Andrea went with Maria, his wife, or Derek's wife, to the police station where they were advised not to speak of the letters to any of their new neighbors. Why? Because it could be one of the neighbors sending it. Oh, that makes sense. Obviously. (laughs) I thought it'd be like, hey, let's get a fucking neighborhood watch together and we'll kill this guy. Yeah. Uh, Scared, they were cautious when bringing the kids to the house, calling them when they wandered too far. Uh, They took a couple on the block on a tour of the renovations of the house, and he froze in his tracks when the wife said, it'll be nice to have some young blood in the neighborhood. Because it was one of those phrases. Yeah. A heavy sign that kept getting put into the ground by the contractors um, was ripped out when they would return the next morning. Um, But no other activity happened until a few weeks later when Maria found another letter, this time addressed specifically to them, but with their name misspelled. All right. It said, welcome again to your new home at 657 Boulevard. The watch, uh, the workers have been busy and I have been watching you unload cartfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what it is, what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. The watcher boasted of having learned a lot about the family in the preceding weeks, especially about their children. The letter identified the Broaddus as three kids by birth order and by their nicknames. Sorry, this is actually word for word from um, the article that I mm-hmm. had. Um, the ones that Maria had been yelling. I am uh, pleased to know that your names or know your names now and the name of your young blood you have brought to me, it said. You certainly say their names often. The letter asked about one child in particular um, whom the writer had seen using an easel in an enclosed porch. In an enclosed porch. Is she the artist of the family? Uh, it says 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement? Or are they too afraid to go down there alone? It would be very 
I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic? Or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All of the windows in the, and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the watcher, and I have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession, and now you are too brought us family. Uh, welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard, and now it has brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I will be watching. Yeah. This is pretty crazy. We already said I'm going to get let down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm just waiting for a really lame ending, but <laughs> it just doesn't feel like it could be. Well, it's like, so it's, exciting. The story itself is just so like balls to the wall crazy. It's enthralling. Yeah. So like, I want to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they stopped bringing the children to the house and were questioning whether they should move in. They began receiving more letters questioning where they had gone, claiming the house missed them. Theories as to who the watcher was included the, um, the other bidders of the house, but they had obviously backed out for legitimate reasons. Former housekeepers um, or their descendants uh, or the contractors of the house and other um, and other theories included neighbors. Derek began acting as a detective looking for clues at gatherings, um, listening to what people said, watching their behaviors, all while making sure that his kids were close by. Mm-hmm. Most of the contract work was on the inside and not visible to the street, and the easel the daughter had been painting on was tucked away, only visible from a certain angle of their backyard. The main suspects were the Langfords. They lived next door um, and would be able to see... Um, from their angle peggy was the matriarch and she was in her 90s her husband had died 12 years ago which would account for the two uh the better part of two decades of the person who had taken over right um she lived with her adult children who were all in their 60s um they were described as an odd family but harmless the youngest michael was described as like a boo radley type character uh he was a schizophrenic but was mostly known for his quirky behaviors and nothing malicious. They had been there since the 60s, and the easel was visible from their port. I already said that. Michael (laughs) uh, was brought in for questioning but denied involvement. A painter noticed um, the neighbors on the back side of the house um, had lawn chairs facing the house, but nothing really came of that. Uh, Derek set up webcams and would spend nights watching them for signs of the watcher. His wife thought he was crazy, and Derek even made a map of the neighbors who could be within earshot of them um, from like their porches and houses. Right. They hired a private investigator who checked out the property, followed leads, and discovered two sex offenders that lived in the area, but that never panned out. Derek reached out to a former FBI agent who had served as the inspiration for Clarice Starling in Silence of the Lambs, but it doesn't specify in the article by the cut um, who that is. Uh, at, so they uh, served on a school board together, and so he just happened to have that like really cool connection. Yeah. 
<laughs> he also hired Robert Lenahan, a former FBI agent, to conduct a threat assessment. They did a handwriting analysis that painted out or that pointed out that it was most likely an older writer with less macho qualities, although threatening. The FBI agent didn't think that the watcher would act on the threats. It also seemed like the watcher had a disdain for the wealthy. A DNA analyst also showed that there was DNA of a woman on the envelopes. This pointed towards the Langfords again. One of the daughters was a real estate agent who could have motive for missing out on the sale. However, the police completely ruled out every single Langford, but they did not explain how. Got you. Mm-hmm. The house is crying from all the pain it's going through. You have changed it and made it so fancy. You're stealing its history. It cries for the past and what it used to be in the time when I roamed its halls. In the 1960s, were a good time for 657 Boulevard, where I ran from room to room, imagining the life with the rich occupants there. The house was full of life and young blood. When it got old, and so did my father, but we, but he kept watching until the day he died, and now I watch and I wait for that day again when the young blood will be mine again. The investigation hit a wall by the end of... Sorry, that was the next word again. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty clear. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Okay. The investigation hit a wall by the end of the year, and the family didn't feel safe moving in. Uh, Smart. Yeah, obviously. They had already sold their home to move there, though. Um, they had upgraded from a $300,000 house to a 700000 and now we're going into a $1.3 million. So um, a lot of people are like, well, that's kind of fishy, but I'm like, that's called flipping a house and upgrading. Yeah, why is that you fishy? Fucking, like, have you heard of real estate? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they had to move in with Maria's parents while they continued to pay the mortgage. Since only a few people knew about the letters, they told most people that they were moving in. Or they weren't moving in for legal, over legal issues. Many people speculated that they were getting divorced, and Maria actually started to suffer from PTSD from everything that was going on. Uh, yeah. Um, 657 Boulevard is turning on me. It is coming after me. I don't understand why. What spell did you cast on it? It used to be my friend, and now it's my enemy. I am in charge of 657 Boulevard. It is not in charge of me. I will fend off its bad things and wait for it to become good again. It will not punish me. I will rise again. I will be patient and wait for this to pass and for you to bring the young blood back to me. 657 Boulevard needs young blood. It needs you. Come back. Let the young blood play again like it once did let the young blood sleep in 657 boulevard stop changing it and let alone after six months the family listed the house for sale above what they had paid for it to reflect their renovations but rumors had started to spread and without specifics clients of realtors were reluctant to make offers they eventually had to include a partial disclosure about the letters with the promise to show the letters to to the offers that were accepted offers came in below asking price but the family was not prepared to take that financial hit their realtor told them that they didn't have to be so forward about the letters and that they but they didn't want anyone making the decision to purchase without doing their due diligence of letting them know what they could be getting into good people yeah having gone through that themselves they wouldn't wish that on to anyone else a year later, in June 2015, they all filed a legal complaint against, or they filed a legal complaint against the Woods family for not disclosing the letters that they had received, and felt their letter because the Woods felt their letter was weird instead of threatening. Um, oh. All it really did was thank them for taking care of the house. 
um, a local news reporter got a hold of the complaint using snippets of the letters, and the story went viral. The um, the Broadus family received over 300 media requests and followed the advice of a crisis management consultant to decline the interviews. They left town to a friend's beach house, but during this time, they suffered a bunch of personal trauma where that friend ended up uh, suffering from a grand mal seizure and Maria's grandfather um, had a heart attack. During this time, Web Web Sleuth started to investigate and they were debating on forums such as Reddit. The neighborhood began to live in fear of an unknown boogeyman. Derek attempted to connect with a hacker to get into the neighbor's Wi-Fi and look for incriminating (laughs) evidence, but then he learned that it was complicated and illegal. (laughs) He just thought it was like. He thought it was like just the movies. Google it. Yeah. Um, a Facebook post made by another family on the street stated that they had also received a letter, which was very confusing. Um, but they, one of their kids posted on Facebook, and it was taken down um, shortly after. But it was followed up by the police and confirmed. Nothing ever came of that. Hmm. There was a mysterious car parked on the street at one point while it was being surveillance. And it belonged to a girl whose boyfriend lived on the next street over. He played a game that had a character called the Watcher in it. And he failed to show up to the request of the police to meet. However, there was no actual evidence against him, so no follow-up was made. Um, Neighbors began to speculate that the Broadus were suffering buyer's remorse and couldn't afford the house. So they cooked up the scheme to either get out of the deal... Uh, make some or make up insurance fraud or get a movie deal out of it. People questioned how Maria cared um, for the safety for, of her family because she had a public Facebook page of her own which had pictures of the children. And But Maria's DNA was tested against the DNA sample and it did not match. Um, there is a movie called The Watcher released by Lifetime um, and it was released despite the fact that the Broadus family sent cease and desist letters to them while they were making it. Somebody made a movie about this? Yeah, Lifetime did. Who's Lifetime? Like Lifetime like the movies? T- I don't know. Okay. They're just really bad, cheesy movies. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, only in the film, they changed the Watcher's name to The Raven. Um, they became outcasts in the town despite the fact it was her hometown and she had loved it. Um, the kids would get um, comments at school like, my family says that it's safe here, despite what your family says. <laughs> um, People are weird. Yeah. And then despite the fact that that was happening, they borrowed money from a family member so that they could buy a second house to live there anyways. In 2016, they put it back on the market and compared to the handwriting of those at the open house of the letters. No one panned out. They did receive one offer from a cocky guy in Staten Island um, for their asking price who was excited about getting the house at a discount because it obviously wasn't going up for what they were asking for. Um, But then he read the letters and they never heard from him again. Scared him off. Yeah. Wow. They considered selling the house uh, at $1 million at a loss to a real estate developer, but the neighborhood um, people fought it and the proposal was ultimately rejected. Because they wanted to keep the history of it alive. Right, okay. um, eventually, a family with children and two large dogs agreed to rent the location with a clause that um, that would let them out in the event that there was another letter. Two weeks later, another letter arrived. Jesus. Yeah. Violent winds and bitter cold to the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. 
It was dated February 13th, which was the day they have they had their disposi- disposition against um, the Woods family. Okay. You wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. <laughs> Maybe you even spoke to me, one of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you know and are too scared to tell anyone. Good move. Walk by the news, I walked by the news trucks when they took over my neighborhood and mocked me. I watched, you, I watched as you watched from the dark house in an attempt to find me. Telescopes and binoculars are wonderful inventions. Um, 50, uh, 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters barricading its gates. My soldiers of the Boulevard followed my orders to a T. They carried out their mission and saved the soul of 657 Boulevard with my orders. All hail the Watcher. Uh, maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you fe- that makes you fell sick day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet, loved ones suddenly die, planes and cars and bike- bicycles crash, bones break. We're all listed in the letter. So the renters agreed to stay if security cameras were installed. (laughs) (laughs) At Christmas, um, several families in the area received a poetic or received a poetic and threatening letter signed by friends of the broadest family. Derek later admitted that he was the one who sent those letters. He was in a dark place against all the people who who were working against his family and didn't realize they would never get those times that were spent in fear back with their children. On July second of twenty nineteen, the house finally sold at a loss for nine hundred thousand or nine hundred fifty nine thousand dollars. Then, what? We never find out who it is. So we don't even know if the next family got letters. Mm-mm. Fuck. I mean, at least it didn't let me down. It did. Just, it was a letdown. No, because it's still out there. Yeah. It's not like oh, and it was just fucking Phil screwing around. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to happen. That's why I said I don't know if it's a ghost, I don't know if it's true crime, like what else? That's pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. This is going to be not as heavy. Okay, it's good. Bring it back up. And then we can go hold some babies. Yeah. All right. The Flatwoods Monster. Ooh, I love this already. <laughs> In uh, Flash Woods, West Virginia. So, the first report happened September 12th, 1952, 7.15 p.m. Picture it. You know what West Virginia looks like? No. Me either. I assume it's wooded. It is the Flatwoods. <laughs> <laughs> Two brothers, Edward and Fred May, and their friend Tommy Heyer. Mm-hmm saw a bright object across the sky that landed in the farmer G. Bailey Fisher's property. And his property, yeah. His farm. So they got scared. They saw the light. They got scared. They ran home and told their mom, Kathleen May. And then for some reason, the four of them, two other children, Neil and Nunley. Nunley. And, yep. Nunley. <laughs> yep. Okay. And so they got these two other children, and then they got... Uh, wait. Oh, sorry. It was Neil Nunley is his full name. Oh. And Ronnie. Oh, I can't read my own writing. Shaver? Shaver? I don't know. Shaver. I like Shaver. And a National Guard, Eugene Lemon. Okay. So they got all these people together. More kids for some reason. 
They went out looking. They reached the top of a hill where they saw a pulsing red light. So Lemon, the National Guard, pointed a light, a flashlight at it. And they saw a tall man-like figure with a round face surrounded by a pointed hood. And uh, Kathleen described it as uh, having small claw-like hands. And I don't understand this, but clothing-like folds. Clothing-like folds. Yeah, I don't know. And a head that resembled the Ace of Spades. So maybe like their skin was like in folds that kind of like was Yeah, droopy. I guess. Maybe, yeah. Okay. And like then... A baggy sweater, but it was the skin. So he flashed the light on it. Mm-hmm. And the creature hissed and started gliding towards them. Lemon screamed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> he dropped his flashlight, causing them all to run away. And uh, they also later said that it smelled pungent. <laughs> uh, the next day, A. Lee Stewart found skid marks in the field and an odd gummy deposit. Ew. Uh, a UFO writer, Gary Barker, descri- had another description from a tape that he had or something. Described it as 10 feet tall with round blood red face, a large pointed hood, uh, around its face and eyes that emitted a green and orange light and a darker black green body. I mean, that's all I have. I realized I thought there was more. But what? How cool is that fucking thing? All I want to say is I want to see a cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see something that I can't explain. Yes. Yeah. Well, what do we got? We got Sasquatch around here. Yeah. That's it. Stinqua. Yeah. Stinqua. You got Ogopogo. Ogopogo. Yeah. I'm going to see one, I was one thinking one day. Of. I was just thinking of my favorite one the other day. Oh, yeah. Fucking cause West Virginia. They got uh, they got the Mothman. Oh, yeah. Love the Mothman. Maybe that was Mothman in just a different form. Could be. Got the big glowing eyes and shit. Yeah. Mothman sighting. How did you hear about that story? Um, It showed up in like my new, like my Apple News like a month or two ago. That's a great story. And, but it was on like one of the News Plus things that you can't open. So I was like, well, I want to know what the Watcher is. Like, what the fuck is that? So I Googled <laughs> the Watcher and I found this article by The Cut, which was like everything that I said, but longer. Like, it's a huge article. Um, and yeah, it was insane. Balls of all. Crazy. That was awesome. Yeah. I like that so, a lot. Yeah. That was a good comeback, I think. I think so. Yeah, we talked about like, balls. We talked about covid a little bit yeah talked about crazy stories life's getting back to normal life oh there's gonna be the whole second wave or some shit they're talking about yeah and then in which case we'll just podcast remotely (laughs) apparently the the there's good outlooks on vaccinations right now Mm -hmm. which is good will you be a first gen vaccinator or will you wait till the second i gotta wait i can't risk dying yeah (laughs) (laughs) like mercury poisoning i don't know (laughs) Well, see, like, there's a lot of shit that I I would do. Yeah. Like, I can't do a lot of stuff anymore. I'm like, it's not like I was going to go find a way to die before, but. Yeah. Like, I have to second guess. Be like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll just go get my vaccination. It's like, oh, it hasn't really been tested yet. <laughs> Maybe not this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. All right. It's the same thing with riding a, ride a motorcycle. Yeah. You can't do that. I can't die. Until they're a little older. I got two kids. I don't even have life insurance. <laughs> you get a life insurance and then do it. Yeah. I got to quit smoking first. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was, uh, if we go for 45 more seconds, it'll be an hour. Let's do it. Okay. All right. One look. <laughs> two look. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, uh, you have to keep in mind the whisper at the end is going to bring us over. Oh, I just let people know that there's an Easter egg. It's about time. I'll cut that part out. If they hadn't figured it out. Okay. All right. Um, so, how about I go? Bye, friends. <laughs>